The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, Christmas is coming and I don't really want to spend it with him, but I'd feel mean if I broke up now. So what's best? Do I hang on in there and do the necessary in the new year? New beginnings and all of that. Okay. How about this? If I'm the one who's about to get the heave-ho, should I ask him to take it through Christmas in the hope that the season of peace and love will work its magic and we stay together? And what about breaking up coming up to St. Valentine's Day or his or her birthday? Do I send the flowers or buy the present only to wield the axe in the immediate aftermath of the celebration? Would it be better to end it now rather than wait? Well, I'm joined by Stephanie Regan, chartered psychotherapist, co-host of the Tough Love podcast. Stephanie, good morning. Good morning, Pat. So, never a good time to break up. Breaking up is hard to do. Yeah, breaking up is hard to do. And breaking up is always going to be emotional. Uh, And obviously it's going to be more emotional for one person than the other because the person who makes the choice and who has done the thinking is seldom blindsided. The other person obviously gets has less notice, so to speak. And then you have, there are emotional times. You mentioned one or two of them there, like Valentine's. There are other emotional times like when you're already maybe grieving or stressed by, you know, various life events. So these are the factors I think that most reasonable people take into account before they break up. But sometimes you don't have that luxury. You know, sometimes you just have to break up and the time is right and you don't, you know, so you don't always have the luxury of consideration. Yeah, well, let's talk about the season that is upon us at Christmas. And, you know, there might have been tentative plans to do this, that and the other, whose house we'll go to, etc, etc, etc. And do you kind of swallow it and just go through the rituals knowing that in the new year you're going to end it? Uh, would it be hard to do? Do you have to be an actor or an actress? Yeah. Uh, although I think actor is used for both. For both nowadays, now. yes. Um, but do you have to be that great actor and get yeah. through it uh, only then to wield the axe? Yeah, later. And and is there a merit? And where are the merits? You know, I think, um, interestingly, I had a, a small peep at um, a few surveys around this and people said, which I thought was interesting, that the more acceptable, that once we pass the 6th of December, that that was the acceptable Time. Okay, if you're going to do it, do if it before the 6th. you're going to do it before the 6th. Otherwise you hang in. Yeah, well, that, that was what generally people felt was acceptable and fair and nice. Now, it probably depends on the length of the relationship you're in as well. I think that's quite different. But we've noticed that a lot of newer relationships break up in the first week of December for that reason. And I think it's because Christmas comes into view, the prospect of meeting family. And you kind of look at this guy or you look at this girl and you say, well, you know, are we really going anywhere? And if we're not... Why continue through all of the Christmas? Because you interweave them more with yeah. your whole family circumstance once you've performed yes. those introductions. Exactly. And so, and maybe you might just say to yourself, it's not worth it because it's going to be a big effort. And you know your mum is going to say, oh, he's lovely or she's gorgeous. I or mean, isn't. Wh- yeah, or yes. isn't. You know, <laughs> yeah. and maybe sometimes... No, but if they say you're about to break up yeah. and they, you know... That this person right. is very, very likable, for example, yeah. but the the spark is not there. The spark is not there, and you know the mammy or the daddy is going to love them, and they can confuse it yeah. for you. So there's that 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 part of it as well. But in general, I think it is that. You know, and it does, of course, depend on whether you've been dating somebody for, you know, eight weeks or you ha- you are in a relationship that is, you know, one year, two years, three years long. We're in a different, there's a different considerations here. But in reality, you're trying to give the person a little bit of time so they can rearrange their Christmas, so they can heal a little bit, so they can tell their friends or family and so that some of the embarrassment 
embarrassment dash awkwardness, I think is the mm. better word, is taken out of it. Because if you are in a relationship, people assume you're in that relationship and they will not necessarily include you in various things because they think you're busy or you're occupied or you're doing ABC. So I think it is really important that you give people notice and as I say, the sixth, yeah. not a bad Because marker. there might be invitations to various events and it's, yeah. a, you know, it's one plus one. It's just being nice and kind, isn't it, yeah. really? And they don't, maybe there are people at a dinner party, they don't want you on your own because you're now single and solo and perhaps predatory. Well, there are things that a lot of people deal with after, you know, when there's breakups. But then you see there's the whole other sort of, if you like, fact that whether we like it or not, that lots of long-term relationships break just after Christmas. Now, why Long is it... Long-term relationships oh, yeah. break I after I mean, Christmas. absolutely. I mean, January is when all of the, difficult, you know, the difficulties that get thrown together at Christmas become problems. You know, people, people grit their teeth and they get through because it's Santa, of course, and it's Christmas and it's all of these important things. But January, people do a lot of thinking over Christmas and where there have been real gaps and difficulties and cracks in relationships, January is often the time when people say, I'm gonna I've got through Christmas, mm. now it's over. Um, to, to what extent, you mentioned uh, before about, uh, you know, the birthday present, the Christmas present and so on. Yes. Uh, is that the challenging time? Because it, when you're in a close relationship with someone, you know, the, the bunch of flowers may not do it. It's got to be something kind of yeah. significant. Thoughtful. There will also be the time, you know, where someone's expecting the ring yes. at Christmas. Mm. That's and that a big can focus stress. the mind. Yes, that is a big stress. And funnily, I've had a lot of um, a lot of exposure to that in my clinical world, if you like, um, where people really did expect the ring and and maybe where even there have been sort of hints that it was coming and then it didn't. That's a very, obviously, a very different difficulty and stress and it throws the relationship into complete disarray because there's massive disappointment. I always say to people, if you are going to get engaged after Christmas, you know, people aim for the new year and for all sorts of reasons. I think it's better to do it before Christmas and it avoids all that sense of disappointment and you're with everyone and there can be joy and fun and, you know, real celebration. But if you're, maybe we should just say here, because we are talking about breakups, if your relationship is in disarray and you really feel you're in trouble here and this does not is not going to go the distance and you want to extract yourself, extract yourself is what you should do. Um, and the only reason I'm saying don't do it so close to Christmas is just because you make it harder crueler and more difficult for people to heal and to get over it. So why would you not be kind about it? So think about it now if you're in the short term of a relationship and you need to get out, get out. And the other important point is there are some relationships that if there's, you know, any level, we have to say it, any level of abuse or any any kind of control issues or anything like that, there's no time for this consideration of later. It's do it now yeah. and protect yourself. Uh, one of the articles I was reading about this uh, mm-hmm. suggests that when you have just decided to break up with him or her, um, that you pause. You kind of don't do it immediately. You've made the decision Except, and the one exception was where there's any kind of physical or mental abuse, get out soonest. Out the door. Yeah, I I would always always think that when you notice it and you've decided and, you know, when your courage is there, you do it. So absolutely. And that's why I put in that proviso. But but in broad terms, before people break up, they should think it's not it's not a first it's not the first instinct, you know, that you follow. You consider and nobody does really move on the first instinct, you know, unless it's obviously a violent scenario or something awful like that. In general, people, it's a slow dawning that things aren't working and a slow dawning that this person maybe is not for me. And then it takes a little bit of time. But 
no matter what your reason, if you break up at Christmas, there's a lot of emotionality around. There's a lot of perfection around the, or a sense of perfection. People seem loved up. I mean, I always say to them, don't worry, when they go home, they're having lots of rows. You know, you don't, don't always have to feel like it's perfection. Do look through that. And, but if you do, if somebody breaks up with you, it can feel very, very lonely and very difficult at Christmas. And I would just say to people that the things they should do is reach out early. Do tell your friends, do tell your family, get it off the table, so to speak, in terms of conversations. I'm on my own for Christmas and I'm open to mm. all invitations now, or whatever. Let people know so they can reach out to you. You know, if in you this hide it, they uh, can't. equal society, yes. it is still strangely expected that the man pops the question. Yeah. It doesn't happen. It's just taken a few hundred rarely, years to change that. Yeah, rarely, rarely does it happen <laughs> rarely the other, the other way. way. Yes. But sometimes but someone would feel that maybe things aren't going anywhere, mm-hmm. and your man doesn't realise that. You know that there's no progression in the relationship. Yeah. And he is unaware he's about to be ambushed with the heave ho, mm. because she perceives that the relationship is not moving fast enough. Quickly and if, enough. if only he knew, he yeah. just might have got his finger out. Well, that's right. We might have, you know, sometimes quite surprising and I'm dealing with quite a few young couples at the moment who are navigating things not dissimilar to that, funny enough, that you mention it. And and I find myself, there's a, a, a tremendous absence of talk. There's a lot of assumption, you know, as they say, you know, the biggest problem with communication is thinking it has happened. You know, they think you, they know each other and they think they understand what each other wants. But actually they don't and they're, they're still dancing even five years into a relationship, six years into a relationship. They're dancing around it rather than saying, where do you think we're going? Yeah, um, are we going are we, anywhere? Are we going anywhere? Or are we just kind of very happy living together? Should, do, do you think we'll, we'll go the whole distance? Would you like that? Is that what we want? Speak do you out. come across people who are kind of forced into settling with what they perceive, rightly or wrongly, to be second best because of their age, the biological clock and so on? They decide, well, it's not exactly the spark I was hoping for, mm. but, you know, he's not going anywhere, so I will settle for less than I might have expected. Um, I, I've, I don't find people ever admitting to that. Uh-huh. Um, I think that might be a point that they, people don't admit that even to themselves. And I'm not too sure that people do much of it because I would definitely discourage it because I think I think your person, your partner isn't perfect and you're not perfect, but they do need to feel perfect to you. They need to feel, you know, good enough and and really that their flaws are not what you see first. You know, it's all the good things. So there's got to be lots and lots of good things. So I do. I think maybe it's the balance that I, I don't think anyone would say, you know, I'm, he's second best. I, I, I don't find mm. that, no. Um, some of the texts coming in, I was in a relationship for five long years. I have been too loyal. I helped him to achieve more goals in life simply by me being there for him. Our relationship wasn't perfect. We've been through ups and downs and I made him not just my partner, but also my best friend. Just last week, Monday, he started ghosting me, totally blanked me, not answering my calls and messages. I can't get his family involved with this. and didn't ask them if they know why he's doing this because his family likes me. But I'm now left with too many questions in mind. Facing a breakup, especially this season, would truly hit you to the core of your being. Nobody deserves to get hurt when all you did was to love. Well, two things about that. Ghosting is the cruelest and most horrible thing, I think, to do. It's it's somehow excusable in this world we're in after a second date, after a third date. But after five years, it's utterly inexcusable. So it's the worst of behaviour, in my view. Um, 
I think that's really sad and hard for that girl. Obviously, there there is a whole, you know, story around all of this. But it is something that I see quite often. And that is where people have uh, feel they've sort of, you know, they've grown together. And she mentions there about about this girl, about about how she has helped him to achieve an awful lot. And I suppose you, I can't help wondering, has she has she invested an awful lot in having the relationship and helping him? And how has it been for her? Because relationships should be equal and you should both be on a trajectory forward. And I often see this where people slightly outgrow each other. You know, they kind of go past each other. And yeah. then I mean, there's a classic she situation. She says it hasn't been great. She said the relationship she hasn't been great. So downs. what has happened about the not being great? Mm. Has one person put up with it and let the other person sort of... Yeah. You, you talk on. about the, the different rates of growth. Um, yeah. You know, in the past, and I can only recall from distant memory now, but there, there would be people who'd be doing a long university course. It could be yeah. medicine or it could be PhDs and so on. And the other part is working and financing the whole operation. Supporting it all, yeah. And then they come to the end, the graduation and yeah. the big job with plenty of money. And the person who's been the stalwart financially and in every other way gets dumped. Yep. And often within six months, they're ready to marry someone else. Yeah. And I see that very often. And it is this settling, settling in the middle of the relationship. And it, they can, you can settle into a real kind of, you know, very relaxed kind of coupledom. But it's not a love affair. And, you know, relationships need that spark, real spark. And, uh, and often then what happens is the, the, the male often leaves that relationship or the woman, let's say, leaves that relationship. And then they know what they don't want. The next person they meet, they know that's what they want. Uh, This one is a response to the the notion that uh, someone would be saying, I'll stick with it for Christmas because it's after the 6th of December. So I've missed the boat, so I'm going to stick with him for Christmas. (laughs) Uh, Don't stay with him for Christmas. How miserable for him if he spends a Christmas with someone who does not want to be with him, which will definitely be seen in hindsight, if not actually during Christmas. He looks Um, back and he says, you know, your woman was planning to dump me, but she stayed with me, went through the charade of going to the family and being jolly, jolly, jolly and being nicey, 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 only to let me down in January. Well, this is really the point. One or two, I put on my own social media, interestingly, the question, and and I got a lot of answers about, um, no, it's... uh, it's easier to do it now. It's more truthful um, if you're absolutely sure. And if you are absolutely sure, perhaps earlier is better. But I'm just saying not in all cases. You know your guy or you know your girl. You know how tough it's going to be for her. Is it somebody whose mother died during the year? Is it somebody who's facing her first Christmas? Is he facing something else? I mean, I think if you've loved somebody, even if you've fallen out of love with them, we owe them something. I think that we owe each other that kind of emotional honesty and a kind of a, a certain amount of kindness. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. too much. And, and you, you know, we're thinking of Valentine's Day, birthdays and mm. Christmas, but there are other things, as you mentioned, a bereavement during the year. There's always times. Uh, maybe, yeah. you know, a loneliness, but even something like an exam. Yes. That someone has got the head in the books and... And they're up to a critical t- exam. Do you break up with them the week before? I don't think so. It's cruel and it's not... You, you are giving them a huge pressure on top of another pressure they're already dealing with. And all of that said, because there's so many provisos with this, all of that said, you have to listen to yourself. You don't stay with people to mind them. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your, your primary, primary sort of concern has to be your own well-being and your own happiness. If that's intact, then you have some space to consider and then you give, give a little time and do the kind thing. Why can't individuals accept that the people 
they fancy are just not into them. You know, you, you become Romeo and she does not agree to be Juliet and put any genders you like on it. Yeah, just that um, that you're not... So the person is really saying, why can um, some person not just accept that they don't fancy them? And that maybe maybe that's referring also to people looking for a lot of reasons why you're breaking up. You know, guys are fairly straightforward, I think, in that sense. You know, they don't tend to pursue if there isn't a real fancy going on. And sometimes you don't just want to say that. You know, sometimes men don't just want to say that. Look, you know, I just don't find you attractive because people don't want to say that to each other as if it can be an insult. But it's it's a core factor that needs to be there. There has to be a little ziz, as they say, between you both. Now, the whole idea of if you are breaking up uh, and whether you are broken up with or whether mm-hmm. you do the breaking, uh, you're going on to a new chapter. And I think yeah. that whole business of the new omelette cannot be made without breaking yeah. a few eggs. If you want, a new beginnings begin as I say, good beginnings begin with good endings. End well, um, tidy things up, be kind, be open, be straight, but also try to learn from where you are. Try to reflect on what this has, how this came about. Should I have done it earlier? What's gone wrong here? Maybe there isn't anything too much to learn. And give yourself a bit of time. I always encourage people to sit with the discomfort before they launch themselves back out there. What about the rebound? That's where the discomfort is. Yeah, I mean, look, lots of people go on the rebound and especially at Christmas. Um, but you can make mistakes there. That's the point. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, going straight out to socialise if you want to be free and you've felt restricted and constricted. That's fine. And Christmas, let's be honest, is a very good time for socialising. So, you know, there's pluses and minuses, but there are times you need to be careful when your heart is broken that you don't just cleave to the very next person. And it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, regarding your discussion on breakups, why does marriage have to be the goal? It's such an outdated, ridiculous institution, says our texter. Interesting, yeah. It was very interesting. I, I was with 16 women at the weekend overnight on different things and um, there was a lot of discussions about this and I have found it coming through my door quite a bit, my Zoom door, if you like. Um, I think there is there is definitely reconsideration of marriage going on a lot in people's minds. Um, mm. There are the legals, though, inheritances there are the and all of those and things. And society is structured that way and, and there's all of those other terms and, mo- you know, movements underneath. But there is also something rustling at the top of society at the moment. And it is that people are beginning to feel that they can't go the distance and is marriage as relevant mm. and is, is it more about commitment? And uh, more and more people I am meeting are talking about open marriages to me. Now, in later years, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for it in their 20s okay. and 30s. Uh, f- finally, um, we played a clip of Roy Keane talking about Manchester United earlier and you know, okay. playing the same old team and expecting a different result. Yeah. Um, do you find that people just simply repeat their mistakes? That the person that they went for the first time who turned out to be unsuitable in some way, mm-hmm. they go, go, go around the block again and end up with the same kind of person. Yeah, they, they can do that. There can be that pattern of going for the same kind of person if they don't learn what went wrong. So they can just, as they say, rinse and repeat. They just continue in the same way. But more usually people go for the direct opposite. And that can be another mistake because they, they kind of go for exactly the opposite to what they had. Whereas, in fact, what they need to do is they need to reflect on why they chose that person and what's driving that choice. Then they're in control of their choices. All right. The heart is a strange organ, is it not? Stephanie mm-hmm. Regan, a chartered psychotherapist and co-host of the Tough Love podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m.
on News Talk.